This is a homebrew podcast. Hey everybody, we got some gifts in the mail. Oh, for the wedding? Yeah. Ah, here, this one. Everybody help me open one. Uh, this one is from Casey. There you go, Atreides. Uh, this one is from Jordanator. Here you got Ambrose and Pickles, so you can open that one. And, uh, this okay. one is from Keith Drury. Let's, uh, let's open this one together, Vosrokaya. Oh, fascinating. I'm not sure I've ever received there... a gift before. A- Ambrose, you're holding it too high. I can't even see. <laughs> what is sorry, that? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Here. It's, I don't, why is it wet? Oh. <laughs> I'm glad is you it touched food? it. No, they're just wet socks. Wet socks? Uh, oh, goody, goody! Just... Wet socks! That's a good omen! Is it? Is yes, it... it means that you have traveled very far. Oh. Yeah, and oh. it's like a, like a, like you will travel so far in life that your feet will sweat and they will make your socks all wet. Oh. Eric, this isn't water. Oh, I it see. Smells like, it smells like urine. It smells oh. weird. No. Oh, that's just the sweat, dear. Oh, oh, god. Um, well, what what one... about this one? It's just see all of that. It's just broken glass falling out. I'm not sure what that's supposed to. Oh, I'm sure that... we can make something lovely out of that. Well, that's also a very good kiln omen, right? Uh, it means um, you will sing so brightly that glass will break in your life. Ah, and okay. Sure. So that's a good okay. Well, okay. Yes. excellent. I think that's just a base. I don't think that's. Oh. Oh, oh they didn't package it well. Yeah, it I think it's just bad packaging. Don't you have that really awesome glue? And there's like there's like a thousand pieces. I don't, I'm not putting that thousand pieces together. I'll glue help. it up, Ambrose. Puzzle. I want a base. I think you have a wish. You can just make it make it <laughs> I'm so. Not, I'm not gonna waste. Come uh, on, don't right. be, don't be so stingy, Ambrose. What what did the two of you get? Uh this one. I don't. What is this? I don't know what this is. It's it's got some bells. <clears throat> it's got a spoon glued to it. Uh I think it is art. Art art is good. Art is very good. Wait, how's that art? It's just bells and the spoon glued to it. Is it like a wind chime? I will put it in my antlers and I will just wear it at the wedding. Wonderful. Now again, who who are each of these from? You have the itinerary, Ferret? Uh, that one is from Casey. Uh, that other one is from Jordanator. And this other one is from Keith Drury. Wonderful. Thank you well, so thank much you for your wow. gifts. Thanks for uh, the wet socks. Yeah, yeah, you can keep those Ambrose. Those are that's that's good omen. I'm sure it is. <laughs> Welcome to Power Word Fail, a Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition actual play live show, starring Austin. Farrick, the betrothed. Nathan. <clears throat> Atreides, achieving divinity. Andy. 
pickles. We leveled up, but now I can fly and do so much shit. <laughs> Ian. Ambrose Busant, Ringsmith. And Katie. Adalia Rowan, who is getting married and is very excited and wore this flower crown for the occasion. And as always, I am the Dungeon Master, Cody, and this is episode 63, and possibly our last stream for Campaign 1 of Power Fail. Last time... Last time on Power Word Fail, fresh from their victory over the Harbinger and the Dark Matron, the failures sought to leave the liminal space between their home plane and the Darkwood. After following a light, they found themselves back inside Castle Everton, with a war surging over the horizon. With the Theocracy's army laying siege to Everton in search of magic items and magic users alike, the failures made an expeditious retreat north towards the Takari Wilds to lick their wounds and find some peace and maybe a little bit of treasure. After a fateful run-in with Scamandius, the untrustworthy, <clears throat> the failures made camp, and Atreides made the generous offer to wed Farrakh and Adalia. For the future is uncertain, and tomorrow is never promised. The failures swooped up roles as wedding planners, and Ambrose forged a most excellent ring. And that is where we'll pick back up. The failures are on the road. It has been quite an eventful trip so far. They are not too many days away from Ferrick's village. About five more days travel. It is a very rough terrain you have entered. The, the path is essentially gone. Only someone like Ambrose or Ferrick would probably be able to tell you where it is. Um, yes, anything you'd like to do on the coming days as we approach the village? <clears throat> Ambrose, about that sword you have. Yes. I was thinking there are perhaps some people that I know of within my Kreshkala that may or may not be able to remove curses? You talking about the dragon one? Yes, of course I'm talking about the dragon one. The one that almost about, killed us all. Oh, I thought you were talking about Pokey. My bad. The, um, Pokey is yet a less of a priority a right of now, but I'm I'm very skeptical skeptical? Skeptical-pupple? Of the dragon sword. Uh, Very uncertain. How long does it take to remove a curse? Like, will the dragon eat them before that's done? I don't know. We will have to see. That is up to the gods to decide. How many days do you think before we reach your uh, Krashkala? Is that the right word in Sylvan? Uh, yes. Uh, it, it, it is uh, Krashkala. Uh, yes. Um, so, uh, Farrick drops down on, like, all fours and kind of, like, scoops up some dirt and, like, smells it and, uh, is, like, looking at the sky and looking over for, like, 
certain birds and everything and is like i have no idea maybe five days maybe nine seven definitely not a month like we we are getting close we're, we're talking something around a week is that fair for uh, yeah about the week plus or minus a week okay plus or minus a week <laughs> great I guess but, on the road throughout the days, Atreides is just working on a lot of like intense kind of times of solitude, of preparation, of um, of his own uh, uh, meditation, self uh, self reflection, and uh, mechanically that would be him using the cleric's divine intervention ability to try to achieve immortal youth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Just just throw it out there. Immortal immortal youth that I'm just, years old. Just just do it. Just do <laughs> just it then. Don't, it. Just don't worry about it. Out. Don't worry yeah. about it. So uh, what's the mechanic there? Um <clears throat> beginning at tenth level, you can call on your deity to intervene on your behalf when your need is great. Imploring your deity's aid requires you to use your action. Describe the assistance you seek and roll percentile dice. If you roll a number equal to or lower than your cleric level, your deity intervenes. The DM chooses the nature of this intervention. The effect of any cleric spell or cleric domain spell would be a per- Oh, man. Okay, I missed that. Um, if your deity intervenes, you can't use this feature again for seven days. So, I don't know... I don't know what you think is appropriate here. He's He's looking for, like, baby steps toward godhood through, like immortal life, immortal youth, um, yeah, transcending mortality. So does Atreides look younger, or is he just, like, staying the same age? Uh, static. I I don't want to, like, have immortal life, but not remain static and just age until I'm, like, you know, a shriveled raisin. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Why would you want that? Right. Mm. Well, um... You might as well roll some dice, I suppose. Roll some dice in the dice roll game. Dice, roll some dice. You got that's, that's <laughs> the first one. <laughs> oh my eyes. god! First roll success. Yes. Wow. Mm. Wow. Not a lot. Not a lot of easy focus on oneself. <laughs> easy like that. <laughs> just the first night. Wow, guys. <laughs> just like that. I mean, that sort of feels meant to be. Really? <laughs> why are you glowing? It is very concerning that you've not. Your cheeks are really rosy. I've 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 seen the light. I understand. It's just skin care routine. It looks pretty good. It's like the wrinkles are just like going away. I know. Are you are you using like a is that hair more hair snail slime? Gross. Uh, simply prayer and, and Char belief. moisturizer or something. I've never heard of that brand. Simply prayer. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> hmm. I'm looking at all the cleric spells real quick. Running through them. I don't see anything that really would give you eternal life. Except for maybe regenerate? I was wondering about resuscitate, because you could like bring someone back constantly and they could get like a new body. So maybe you could like flavor that somehow. 
Trailies is suddenly a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. You, just, you did not specify how you wanted to live forever. You are now right. a tree. You're now a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be anything mechanical. That's just what he's <laughs> doing on the on the journey. I think that you could halt your aging. You're not technically immortal, but you don't necessarily <clears throat> age. I don't know if you would age yeah, backwards like, either. I think you're kind of locked in. Um, all all I would ask from this is that his um, the process of his aging stops at his like mid fifties self. And he would still die of old age at that point, but there's no other effects of, of getting older. Now, once this spell, or once this ability recharges in a week, then maybe we'll see about the <laughs> the old age thing. But um, yeah, this is just kind of a, an RP way of him developing his own um, godly portfolio of Absolutely. Ability. And who'd have thought she'd nailed it right away? Yeah, I did not. First roll. Good job. So yeah, I think the next morning you guys would all wake up and notice a trailies has a couple of <clears throat> forehead lines that are smoothed out a little bit, but other a than trailies, that... my dear, you're looking incredibly glowy today. Have you started a new skincare regime or something? No, no cream, no snails, as Ferrick said. Simply just trying. <laughs> I, I feel that the challenges ahead will need us all to be at our best selves, so I'm doing what I can to prepare to spiritually ready myself and the effects are delightful <laughs> <laughs> all right um for the next couple of days i'm going to be working on a uh invention as well for one of my infusions um Ooh. which is going to be my winged boots but these are going to be reflavored as um a like arcane renaissance jetpack so you... <laughs> <clears throat> um and just be working on that pickles is going to be following pops around imitating absolutely every single thing he does <laughs> um adalia would like to pull pickles aside at one point uh pickles i have a request you can say no. It won't hurt my feelings. Okay. Would you be my maid of honor? What's that? Um, I haven't been to a lot of weddings, but I understand that normally you have your your friends come and stand with you and just be part of the wedding. And all my friends are dead, except for uh, you guys. Uh, uh. So would you like to do that? All my friends are dead too. Right? So, you know. Does Mraz count as dead? That's debatable. Okay. All my friends are dead. I mean, Mraz dead. can be a bridesmaid as well if he'd like. Oh, I think Mraz would love that. I will okay. 100% be the maid of honor, whatever that means, but I think Mraz would be an amazing bridesmaid. Perfect. Awesome. Do you? Who has the ring at the moment? I think Farrick got it last. Farrick, darling. What is it? Uh, could I borrow Moraz for a moment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she puts on the ring. <clears throat> Hello, 
Sarah's. Is, is that Idalia? Hello. Hello, dear. How is the in-between life suiting you? Uh, it's endlessly black, a little bit maddening because I can't see in, anything, <laughs> smell anything, but, right. you know, I'm hanging out. Perfect. I have a lot to think about. How are right. you? I'm so good. Farrakh and I are getting married. That's so wonderful. I, I, I know. Think, I know. So, yeah, tell me all about it. What's uh, what's what's the plan? What's the okay. venue? Are you still? You're not in Monstead anymore. Right? You're in the theocracy. No. We're on the way to the Takari Wilds. Oh, Beric okay. is going to introduce me to their family. I'm very nervous, but I think it's going to be all right. <clears throat> um, but here's the here's the thing. I've just asked Pickles to be my maid of honor, and I was wondering oh, if you would like to be a bridesmaid, at least in spirit. Well, in spirit, I'd love to. I don't. I don't think that there's any way for me to be more than the ring that you're holding now. But, but yes, sure. I'll. But my 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 thoughts and presence will be with you as much as as I'm able. Marvelous. I'll make sure that Pickles is wearing you during the ceremony, so you're on the right side. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. And I don't know what you've got going on in your endless black void, but if you could manifest some sort of, you know. Boutonniere or something. I want you to feel special on the day. I'll, I'll do what I can there. Perfect. Alright. Um, Yay! There's also one thing I want to work on too as well, and it's the <laughs> Book of Goldsmithing. And mm. I would like to just do a good amount of research and some knowledge. Open that book. And we never actually read the book when we got it, <laughs> but right. we never really had the chance to, yep. but I would like to investigate that with a passive of 24 outroll for it or whatever you need to do I'll, I'll just read the book i'm not really <laughs> well there is something about that book um essentially we... looking for oh this how so... to make a vessel <laughs> do you have fifth level spells i I don't. I only have fourth. Um, but I have friends. Ambrose, you crack open this book one night as you are going along trying to learn how to create a golem. You mm -hmm. start to dig in and literally the things you are reading about, the things you are seeing, it is beyond comprehension, and you literally will take 19 damage, psychic damage. Oh, shit. Oh. <clears throat> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I will pass this over to whoever. Does, what I know, that I, not meta-wise, but what I know... Um, that you I would recognize that it's magical in nature, and someone with extremely high powerful spells would be able to decipher this. Okay, I reach out to Farrakh, Atreides, and Adalia. Oh, what is it? Um, I got got my oh. one weakness. I need you guys right? to decipher this for me. Oh, is he you, like you bleeding from the oh. ears or something? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Cool, cool. cool. Uh, Adalia's gonna heal him. Yeah, Ambrose, the darling, is what have you been messing guys, with? Guys, guys, I'm All right, thank you, thank you. I really appreciate <laughs> Ambrose, I have no idea you couldn't read. <laughs> I can read multiple languages actually. I can't read whatever this garbage is. I think it's because the writing is so horrendous that it actually hurt me, but I don't know. It's for some reason the moment is, I looked at the page it hurt me. So. Difficult. Yes. Uh what are you trying to accomplish with this Ember? Just read it for me. I'm not trying to accomplish anything. And I just passed the book over. Can we read it? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you have to be able to cast at least two fifth level spells. I can understand this. Yep. And yep. it would be, Feric, it would be kind of blasphemous unto your religion because it's about creating a new life in a unholy fashion. Hmm. But it would also be not necessary. There, there are ways to do it without being super blasphemous. Like the first chapter is about clay golems and that doesn't sound as that bad. Then the second chapter is about flesh golems and that sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's not so much the the idea about um, like using body parts. It's about the idea of like like bringing a soul in or something like that, which would be like blasphemous. And I, I think, too, that, like, Ferret kind of justifies it as, like, well, technically the soul, you know, like, if if we're doing what I think we're doing, technically we're not stealing a soul because we saved mm-hmm. the soul, a soul from being stolen. And so maybe it's fine. There um, are ways in this book to do it without ripping souls from the afterlife but it's extremely expensive the flesh golem is about 50,000 worth of materials but then like the even the clay is like 65,000 so even like the next step outside of like flesh is you start getting up in price pretty fast if only I was home I could pay for this instantly all the way up to iron golems, which cost a hundred thousand gold in a hundred and twenty days of construction time. Wow, Ambrose, these creations require more money than anyone I have ever known has made in their entire lives. Yes, this all seems very abstract. Once you see like five zeros, you see six zeros. It's not a big deal. Okay. That's like a couple properties I can sell, you know, but I think it's fine. I mean, we've got a big property. Can we sell it? No, I, I own multiple properties. I'm just saying we also own one. We do. We do. No, like it's my family has much, owned nothing. But no, I'm not going to. What I do think you like mean by fine. own property? Though? Like, did you make it? I don't see the point of your question. And then he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that I'm not going to get in this argument. I'm just gonna... <laughs> I would lose. And I'm just like... Uh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Farrick, like, digs into their coin purse and <laughs> pulls out not an insignificant amount of gold. Like, we've got... We're loaded... But at the same time, certainly not enough. <laughs> How many zeros is this, Ambrose? How many zeros do I have? Don't worry about it, Eric. You don't got it. Oh. Well, shit. Don't worry about it, darling. It sounds like something we don't need to deal with anyway. Right, Ambrose? He walked away. Before you even got to ask that, he disappeared. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. That makes sense. Mm. 
<clears throat> but he did write down everything you guys said when you looked at the book. And yes, he would definitely need to be like working with someone who could cast those spells to yeah to yeah. manufacture one of these. But it is one hundred percent possible. Um, just takes a lot of time, money, and know-how, and a book. Um, the rest of your travels goes pretty smooth. Fyric, you start to recognize the area you are in. Everyone starts to feel a little bit unnerved as they start coming across these trees that don't look quite right. They're twisted and gnarled. There are strange objects hanging from the branches. Little wards. Eventually you would come to what looks like a large ravine. But, uh, Fyrick would know the way down it. And once you make some progress down there, you would find an illusory wall that would take you into a large open space. It is hidden it is in plain sight, but from the ravine, it looks like just an empty hole in the ground. But once you get through this barrier, you see a very large wall of bones. Looks to be made out of all sorts of bones, dragon bones, giant bones. And you would approach. In the very center, there is a very large spire that has housing on it. Looks like little huts and such. Ah, we are home. Welcome everybody. Here is the giant wall of bones. Uh, there is the spire. Right. Somehow I feel like I should have anticipated the giant wall of bones. I wasn't expecting that. And yet well, somehow it's still something of a shock. What, is why it, is it a shock of the so giant wall of bones? Is it a holy place, darling? I, I mean, everything is holy to someone, but yeah, I mean, yes, the giant wall of bones, it has been here protecting us for I don't know how long. However, we formed out of whatever magic was here. Do you, like, oh. continually add bones? Oh, you have bones? to. Yeah, oh. yeah. They, they degrade. The ones at the bottom are very compacted, <clears throat> and when you are young, they're, you're part of, like, a little group. Like, a little group of kiln, and you go out, and you start with, like, squirrel bones, and you add those to the bone wall, and then you work your way up to, like, a bigger and bigger things, and you add those on top, and then it, it all kind of compacts down and down and down. But yeah, you just fly up there and you just drop them off. It's like a community service. Hmm. All right. Sure. That makes sense. Does this look familiar to you, Pickles, at all? I know uh, the wilds is also your home. No. <laughs> okay. I'm glad we're different area of it. Not at all. Uh, Farrakh is gonna kind of go up <clears throat> to the gate and uh call up Kreskala 
You see some figures that, that are, they look very much like Feather, or very much like Ferric. They're feathered and covered in trinkets. Some of them are a little bit more armored, have bows. They would look down, you'd hear them talk to each other, and then they would gracefully fly down to the ground. Ferric! Hello. Welcome back! Uh, uh, who, who is this? You would recognize this as Berger. Berger. <laughs> I, like, my, my arms kind of, like, swoop up underneath their wings, and I, like, grab them and spin them around. Berger, how are you? I am doing well. Who are your friends? Uh, this is, uh, Pops. Say hi, Pops. Hi, Pops. Uh, this is Pickles. Um, this is Ambrose. And okay. Berger, this is someone very special to me. It's, it, it is part of the reason why I am home. He would just look over at you. Who look is this? Look at him. Just, just look. Just take it in. A fiery maiden. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is uh, my betrothed, uh, Italia. He would kind of look back at you and laugh and be like, of course you would find the most fiery woman in the world and bring her back home, Vera. <laughs> it's a pleasure uh, to meet you, Virgil. It's a pleasure to meet you as well. Here, raise the gates, raise the gates. And you would see, you know, some of the other kiln that are working the gates slowly turning a crank and... Some bones fall to the ground, but it opens. The bone gate has seen better days. He's looking a little weak. What about the, uh, the, the small ones? Are they not contributing enough bones to the bone wall? No. Some of our traditions are not as vibrant as they once were. We are in the middle of reconstruction, and there are more pressing matters. The spire took very much damage, as you remember, and we've spent much time rebuilding it. Of course. We are all moving out of the longhouse now, into our homes. Good. Things are I'm a little better, bones. He would gesture to the forest and say, The forest is regrowing, but it is a very slow process. We have been using bone meal to help aid the restoration of the forest. I have something of an affinity for plants. Perhaps I could help while we're here. He nods. So maybe you didn't go out there for nothing after all, Ferrick. Why would I come back with nothing? Of course, I am here with some of the finest people that I have ever met. Is that true, darling? And, and there are a lot of assholes on the road, let me tell oh, you. you there are a lot of... I mean, <laughs> Those drug dealers? Scamandius. Scamandius? Oh my god, Scamandius. Who is Scamandius? A burger. If you meet a man, drink. If you mean a man named Scamandius, just turn him around. Don't let him in here, okay? He, he, he's, he's crazy. He's probably uh, coughed in fire, too, walking around. Yes. Let's get a drink. Let's move in. I've missed home. Yes, he would welcome you inside the gates. You would see 
Uh, it's a very communal village. There are children playing. There are people gathered, eating, drinking, working. There is a small, small contingent of outsiders that aren't killed. There's some goblins, some orcs, some humans. Um, seems like a lot of them are on like a construction duty. Maybe they were paid laborers who knew a little bit about uh, woodworking and such. Um, some of them are like devotees to Zorla. You would see them in meditation. Maybe they came for work and stayed for the <clears throat> culture. So what has changed since I have been gone, Berger? Yes, he would lead you to the longhouse and set you down. Well, the more things change, the more they stay the same, Ferric. Not much has changed. We have mostly been working on reconstruction. Uh, the village is in great shape. The forest, not as much. Still the fires. You know, are, they from, are, are they finally out? Well, they go out, but the more always spark up. Mm. Unfortunate. We have traced the origins to the fires. To, to where? There is some sort of organization. They all, I would, I would call them monks. They look like real badasses, if you ask me. I wouldn't want to fight them. <laughs> <clears throat> but they, they follow a, a strange flag. Strangers in this land. Uh, they seem to be doing this searching. I would uh, ask him to, like, I'll pull out a piece of parchment um, and ask him to draw the flag. Absolutely. He would draw a symbol that is of a dragon, but it kind of looks like a dragon's skull. Their master has resurrected a long-dead dragon. He flies it around, searching. We know not for what. This is most upsetting. Have you taken it to the elders? He nods. And what are they, they are doing aware. about it? They know. There is not much we can do, as he has quite a regiment of guards, and he himself is obviously quite powerful to bring back such a long-dead creature. Mm. Uh, Farrakh pockets the piece of parchment again. Thank you, Berger. He nods, and he's like, but enough about that. That can wait for another time. Let's let me get you those drinks. You still like wine, Ferric? Of 
course I like wine. He steps away and leaves you for a moment. Ah, Berger and I were uh, very young together. They helped me with the fires when uh, they first started up. And I'm glad for... you still have such good friends here. Of course, we're all f friends. We're all people of some friendliness, I hope. Um, should we be worried about this dragon situation? Yeah, that sounds fucked. Do you think it's, do you think it's Pharaoh? No, I do not think it's Pharaoh, but... Do you think it might be... And then Fair kind of, like, looks over at Pickles. Oh, it's yeah. not me. Yeah, I, not you, no. Pickles, but... You know... Your Vinny, perhaps? boyfriend? He said it. He said the master of the order. I don't believe he meant the master, right? It was just, yeah. No, that would be some sort of hand or fist or. Mm -hmm. Didn't he have a different Yeah. But we anticipated Vinny of Math coming north, yes? Could it be him? I mean, probably. It is what I anticipate. Well, that sounds terrible. Do you think he's a threat to the village, Farrick? Yes. There will be answers, and we will get them. We're we must keep Vinny. this village safe. Do you think we'll meet Vinny? I think we will have we to may. meet Vinny. Yeah. That's gonna be weird. Wonderful. But first, we have a wedding to get to. Yes. Yes. Berger would come back with five extra glasses of wine. He's kind of holding them in uh, his wings. Here you go. One for you. One for you. One for you. Oh, Ferrick, I took the liberty of telling the, uh, the noble elder of your return. Is she anticipating me? He nods. We will finish our drinks and then we will go. They are waiting in the oh. back of the longhouse. Okay. All right. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. We're really here, aren't we? We are. Darling should... We be concerned about meeting the elder. No, no, it's fine. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. You don't seem fine, is the thing? They may or may not have given birth to me. Pickles is just gonna Ooh. slide her glass of wine over in front of Farrick. <laughs> <laughs> Adalia is throwing back her own glass of wine and she snatches the trailies from him and that back. Alright, so your mother's the village elder. It's oh. fine. Yeah, yes. Yes, it is going to be fine. It is it's going, going to be wonderful. It's going to be perfectly fine. Right. Right, There's Roger? just, there's so many expectations, you know, there's... Ah. 
Right. Well, it's fine because she's just going to be happy you're back. And I'm yes. sure she'll love us. Right, Badger? He nods. Like, how right. bad can it be versus meeting Isaac Busan? That is true. Yeah. I, yeah, Ambrose, it's not that much of a big deal. I think Ambrose, we're all going to be fine. I hate that you're right all the time, except for that one time. <laughs> that one time. But, but even I, then, I was still kind of right. Even just saying the words Isaac Busant made me feel a whole lot better about the whole situation. Right. right. Okay. I mean, like, think of the parents we met. Like, Ambrose's dad, Evangeline's dad, Baraz's mm-hmm. parents. Like... Yes. I feel I feel like this is just gonna go way better than any of those. It must almost yeah. when the bar It is on literally the floor. cannot be worst case scenario right. if you think about the, it. The right. Worst case scenario is being with the dark matron. Yep. Whew. All right. Wow. I feel a lot better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's 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 we'll fucking meet. go. Let's go meet Frederick's mother. I'm sure it will be fine. Berger takes a deep breath and finishes his glass of wine. All right, then. Are we ready? Adalia takes ready, care let's of go. And, like, yeah, a death grip. Ready to go? <laughs> it's fine. Ow, that pinches. Come on. He takes you past the various long tables, the hearth, the area where they have stored casks and stuff. This place is fairly busy. I mean, most people are keeping to themselves, but you do see some looks and whispers. Varric is back. The return of the prodigal son. Prodigal? Hey, <laughs> you come back here! <laughs> and Berger would lead you back. In the back, it is covered by some drapes, some beads. You would walk through and there would be some bones clattering as you walk through and sitting at a very large bonfire is three very, very old-looking female kiln. They would look to you very sharply. Yeah, Farrick walks up and and does a very elaborate bow, um, bringing their antlers very, very low to the ground, and spreading what would be wings um, and and they rattle their fingers and you hear the slight clanking of rings as they do the you know the honorable gesture uh, towards these figures and then they stand up straight for the first time in a while and you get the entire height of Farrakh in this room and he goes, they, uh, they, they step a little closer and they go, elders. They I'm... link hands and then they look to each other. They look up at you. They look down at the fire and one of them reaches in and pulls out a, like a frothing little pot and opens the lid pours it out. They look at each other. You have done well. Please, have a seat. Uh, Farrick looks at the rest of the group and gestures them to step closer 
and Farrick pulls up a floor pillow and sits around the fire. We had a vision not long ago. You have destroyed the one known as the Harbinger, yes. Uh, Farrick reaches into their cloaks and pulls out the silver box and sets it on the floor and slides it over towards them. They sort of chatter amongst themselves a little bit. Pick it up. This was stolen from us long before you were born, child. Now it is back. We must begin the cleansing ritual immediately. It is tainted with many souls. Are they beyond saving? The eldest one shakes her head. No. There is always a way. But first, tell us of your companions. Who have you brought before us? This is Pops. Say hi, Pops. Hi, Pops. This is Pickles. This is Ambrose. And this... Hey. This is... <sighs> Vosrokaya. Italia. Italia bows. Not quite as elaborately as Farrah. But... You say that, and one of them kind of stands up very suddenly. She's kind of hunched. She's very old. She would get up and walk over to you, Adalia, and you would hear sniffing. She would run her fingers over your hair. She is a beautiful one, but a fiery one. Is this not a bad omen, Virik? The fires have plagued our village for so long. She would step back to behind the fire. As I left the village, I was plagued by fear of fire. And I have grown to know it a force kin to death. Death is not evil. It is just the force of nature, as we respect. And as we commune with death, so shall we commune with this fire. And we will know its limits and know its power. Idalia has so much power inside of her. And through Idalia, I have lost my fears. Do you not reach into the fire now and pull Omen? They would sort of speak to each other and nod. You have chosen, and no one can choose for you, Virk. I have not been the only one who has chosen. 
and Farrakh will reach their hand out to Adalia. Uh, Adalia will step forward. Uh, Elders, I was born of the fire. I can hold it in my hand. And there has never been anything I wanted as much as to keep the fire from Farrakh. It bends to my will. It will not hurt them ever again. I swear it. They nod. The one who hasn't really spoken much says, We hear tales of a wedding? That you do. Kiss manner. Is do. And Farrakh is confirming the rumor. They would nod. So shall we ring the bell of the spire? Mm -hmm. Invite everybody in? They would nod. There is no time to waste. No. I spent far too much time not married to Beric already. (laughs) Very well. And they would stand up and motion for the rest of you to come back out to the front. Yeah, we 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 follow. <laughs> we do that. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> they would send Berger to up to ring the bell. <clears throat> All of the people in the village would gather at the longhouse. Yeah, Ferric would like slip away for a while uh, like with the elders and um, when they come back out uh, they're wearing a uh, gilded veil over their antlers. Um, and they have a very long black and gold gown that they're wearing um, with all sorts of um, additional bones that are are cast out of bronze um, and various other trinkets, um, laurels of, of gold and various things um, as they kind of start making their way through the longhouse towards the front. Um, there would be like little glimpses and whispers, I imagine. Absolutely. I would like to retroactively say that Adalia has like pulled Ambrose aside at some point during these travels to like get him to give her some of his like very fine fabrics so that she could like fashion a dress out of them. Say no more. <laughs> I actually think I like a little ham on the hip would be really nice, and then can you be really good with your figure with your glue and everything? Can you help? We're not using glue. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can do it though, right? I could do it in four hours. Perfect. So, just, yeah, there we so, go. So yes, she has had uh, Ambrose help her fashion some kind of like the fanciest thing she has ever worn. 
Mm-hmm. And she uh, druid crafts a, a crown of flowers. Master Seamstress Ambra is out here cl- 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 coming in clutch with all coming the design clutch. work. I can literally yeah. do anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So she slips away long enough to don this dress that she and Ambrose have been feverishly working on at night. And uh, I have two levels of exhaustion for trying to make that dress. <laughs> so it's just and a it's short time. Gorgeous. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, and then flowers. And that's it. And then she will also emerge. The elders would approach you, Fyrick, or yes, Fyrick, and say, are you sure you want the outsider to preside? Atreides has taught me very much. I think he would be perfect. With your blessing, of course. They would bow before you and turn to Atreides. These whole ceremonies built upon your travels, Fyrick. If you have met this person and trust their guidance and wish for them to oversee your marriage, then that is fate. They would stand back, take seats. The people are all gathered. They're kind of just waiting. Um, a couple of the, like, human people who are just kind of like reconstruction workers, they, they look over at you, Pickles, and they're like, Hey, what's this all about? What, what do you mean? bell rang. We're supposed to come here when the bell rings. Oh, they're they're getting married. I'm the maid of honor. It's super important. That's nuts. Yeah, it's my job to keep you in line. Yeah, you're not. What are you doing? I just came from work. You're just like, just gotta clean. She's gonna, she could do this now. She's gonna cast precedentization. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And clean up all the the little workers. That's the maid of honor. It's whatever. Be clean. No, shh. Okay, thanks. And they all kind of like stand in line, get cleaned up, go sit down in their respective She's going to make them like stand up straight. <laughs> Fix your posture. All right. The floor is set. Everybody is waiting for the special people. Atreides, do you have any words to guide us? Uh, I have some words once everyone is presented um so i don't i don't know kiln culture i imagine i would briefly convene with the uh elders to figure out kind of the order of the procession because i would um i want all of the travelers to be involved but i also want it to reflect ferrick's uh upbringing so uh ambrose pickles and uh ring maraz come forward at some point and make their places (laughs) on the uh on the stage um and then uh I imagine Farrick might be guided up, maybe by the elders, maybe by. I'm sorry, I'm forgetting how to say your friend's name. Berger. Uh, Berger. Berger. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, take the place, you know, toward the toward the middle, close to where I'm presiding. Um, Adalia would make her procession up. Um, do any of you wish to elaborate on that before I 
Speak now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> yeah, I, I think at a certain point, like, um, when Farrakh is with the elders and Berger, um, you know, like, they, like, tap antlers with um, one of the elders to kind of signal, like, a, a, a thank you. Um, and then assume the position uh, sure. standing up front. Two of the elders keep their composure really well and then the last one as you tap their antlers together she starts to cry silently. Then she she quickly like covers her face with her wing and wipes a tear away and steps back. Uh... Adalia would druidcraft a little bouquet for pickles to carry down the aisle. <laughs> and before she left, she would lean down and say, uh, I do wish my sister could have been here. But even though she's not, I still would have wanted you to be my maid of honor. I'm proud well, to she, have you up there. She's kind of here, and Pickles will like, point to the tattoo that they did yeah. for her sister a while ago. Yes. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's we'll going be fine. to be great. And if not, you can just punch everyone and we can run away. Yeah. Perfect. That sounds like a great plan. All right, plan B. Okay. I think it's your turn. Here do we, we need go. A, do we need a code word? Uh, yes, absolutely we do. Um, what's a good code word? Carrots. Come quiet. Oh, carrots. Carrots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They don't, um, they don't know about you. Bound. Is it time? No, it's not, not time yet. Oh it's, it's a wedding. I tied a flower to you. You look real nice, Pokey. You look so beautiful, Pokey, but you need to be quiet, please. I will save just for a short second for this event and only this event. Ambrose does not carry his weapons on him. Aww. And he actually, this is the first time he's ever done that. He will stand there. Knowing that he was never actually the best man, but he knows that he is the best man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You would get confirmation of that, but with like a little, little, uh, like rat skull bouquet, you know, that I I tuck into your your coat jacket. I will hide my excitement with the coldest stare, but brimming with full excitement. And then, Adalia, I suppose you make your way up to join us on the down podium. I make my way down the aisle. Uh, Adalia is wearing a green dress with patterns on it. For those who have seen the artwork that Austin did of Farrakh and Adalia as the kiss, that's the dress I'm imagining. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she makes her way down the aisle. And then you take your place um, opposite Farrakh, and Atreides will allow a moment of silence, and then he will say, Dearly beloved, today marks an uh, event long overdue, an occasion uh, long in the making. And uh, it is only fitting that we have this this ceremony surrounded by friend, new friends and family for us, very old friends and family, very dear friends and family for Ferric. So thank you all for sharing in this moment. Eric and Adalia, know that you are loved, you are important, and you matter. Aww. You would hear jewelry shaking in the audience. <laughs> it's like snaps. 
Dearly beloved, we are gathered together this day before God, before gods, before these witnesses, to join this crystal-born and this kiln together in holy matrimony. Uh, I'm given to understand that, uh, Adalia and Frederick, you have prepared vows for one another. Adalia, please. Um, Adalia reaches forward and uh, takes both of Farrick's hands in hers, and then just holds their hands with one of hers and starts weaving a spell with the other as she speaks. Um, Farrick, uh, I was a freedom fighter all my life, but I never really understood what it felt like to be free. It's just an abstract concept. Uh, something I only understood through its absence. Uh, the first time you touched me, you were taking my hand to help me onto a horse. And I knew I would be changed forever. Holding your hand felt like flying. It felt like being free. Uh, we have seen and experienced awful things since we've known each other, but it has been the best part of my life, because you were there. You made me want to save the world because you live in it. You taught me that good things are possible because I met you. Before the day I broke you all out of a prison in Northwatch, uh, I had mostly stopped wishing for things. Nothing I ever hoped for came true. And no one I cared about was something that I could keep. But I believe in wishes now. Because even though I didn't know it, I wished for you. And here you are. So, uh, I wish to make you happy every day for as many of them as we have left. I wish to see all the beautiful places in this world and to leave those places full of music and flowers and people who are safer and happier for having known us. I wish that you'll keep looking at me the way you're looking at me right now for the rest of our lives. And I wish that holding your hand will always feel like flying and she'll finish casting her spell and she has cast Regenerate and Ferrix Wings over the next two minutes. We'll start growing back. Uh, through sobbing, <laughs> Ferrix reaches into their gown and pulls out two things. One of them is a small piece of parchment. It is burned at the edges. It's stained with dried blood. It's worn ragged, but the ink stays true. And their paws tremble softly as they speak. I wrote this a while ago when the wind was gently tapping at the seams of our tent that we shared on the cold night. 
We are both miles and miles from where we come from, but the night feels like home. I write under the flicker of an oil lamp to you in the future, to a version of you that I have not met, but somehow, impossibly and undoubtedly, I love you more, more than the one who currently rests her head in the crook of my arm, you playfully complaining about not being able to read what I write whose gentle rise and fall of her chest as she meditates beside me has become the rhythmic blackwater tide that I now pace my life around. I hear the distant sounds of beasts, both small and monstrous, and I know that I am safe in your arms, that I am loved, and that if my strength and my cunning fail me, and that I I were to pass into Zorla's arms, but I would be happy knowing that I chose spending nights like this by your side, dreaming. There have been a great many forces that we have fought together, of tyrants and of tempests, but none are stronger than the twin forces of before and of after. Before and after have been cruel gods to us. Their presence has marked the leaving of homes, the loss of friends, of family. Before seems to get further away, and after charges wildly towards us. There is no way that I can remain bitter to these two gods of change. For there was a time before I knew your warmth, of the kindness of your smile, or of the passion of your voice. You, Vozorokaya, you are the fire that lights the darkness. And they unfurl their paw uh, to reveal the second object, which is a small bag of flour. I am yours, Edaya. I'm yours. Beautiful, both of you. Thank you. Thank you for those wonderful words. And so on uh, this day, Edalia and Ferric, you take one another as lawfully wedded partners to have and to hold to cherish and to love in sickness and in health and in joy and sorrow from this day forward until death do you part. Now, Ferek, please repeat after me. With this ring, I thee wed. With this wing, I thee wed. Wing, ring. And place on her finger. And uh, Idalia, with this necklace, I thee wed. With this necklace, I be wet. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, and uh, may I and Atreides will reach for the bag of flour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he will cast continual flame on it. Oh. May this flame represent 
your life together and your love for one another. It is a flame that will never burn in heat, but will always burn in light and in love. By the power vested in me as God, I pronounce you... <laughs> I pronounce you blessed spouses, please. Adalia launches herself at Farrick. Uh, no dignity. Farrick wraps uh, their, their giant wings around Adalia and there are sparks of flame that whip around them both and for the first time Farrick feels the warmth of a healing flame with large wings outstretched and they bow very very low and then smile and kiss you Adalia pops her crystalline wings out just for, like, the camaraderie's sake of it all and wraps Farrick up in those two and kisses them. Yeah, you look behind you guys and you see that one of the elders is sobbing and the other two are holding her. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentle kiln, I present to you this new <laughs> newly married couple. Everyone stands up and claps. The jewelry shakes. Pickles pulls out a bottle rocket that she's kept for Baraz that looks at the ceiling and just like looks at the bottle rocket, looks at the ceiling and just like puts it back in the pocket. Oh, he's like, oh man. Outside. I always cry at weddings. Uh, I think Farrick grabs Adala's hand and like runs forward and out in the open sky they launch themselves up in the air and fly around the spiral climbing higher and higher and higher until there's specks in the sun I made that dress. You <laughs> beat like everything, Ambrose. I know, but that is my best creation right there. Or is the ring? Co best creation. You got me there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't all be the best. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, the Charlies will cast Heroes Feast as well, just so that there's a wow. There's, oh, so there's yeah. a feast. Yeah. That's so nice. There's there's oh. a feast. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're awesome. uh, create food and water for the masses, and then Heroes Feast for like for the table of honor. Yeah. Night falls, and there is the most wild reception ever held. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it it very much mirrors the time that. Adalia and Farrick were drunk and dancing in in a tavern very, very long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just like your toes barely like touching Fresh the ground. The floor. Okay. Absolutely. I think the reception goes off very well. You have all kinds of people all night long congratulating you, Farrick. People coming up half drunk. 
I never thought you'd get married. But here you are. And then, you know, just people saying really kind of strange things to you all night. <laughs> just like weird comments. But they're all kind of half drunk, so. <clears throat> I, I never thought I'd picture you half drunk at a wedding here. And I slam <laughs> a, another drink in their hand. <laughs> And yeah, a great time is had by all who wish to partake. Oh, I partake. They forced all the other little goblins that were construction workers to go all <laughs> like tell yeah. all the going to die. Congratulations! Like bring trinkets, go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> bring trinkets. <laughs> yeah, they hurry off. They, you get a lot of wedding gifts. Nothing super valuable but things that are very important to your culture yeah yeah little knickknacks and rings and jewelry and some uh some things from people that couldn't make it because they've already passed but trinkets that belong to them you know if someone comes up to you and says uh brankova could not make it she passed in the summer but she wanted you to have this Ferric. Upon your return. I am so sorry to hear. And uh, uh, I say, I am so glad she is in Zorla's arms now. And then he kind of bows and he says, Thank you for destroying the Harbinger. It was a duty that needed to be done. Absolutely. Um, any anything that anyone wants to do in particular at the wedding, at the after party here? I would like to get drunk. <laughs> I roll to get drunk. <clears throat> Absolutely. Uh, there's definitely I have enough two to within an hour. <laughs> <laughs> there's enough to have as much as you'd like, but. Uh, yeah. Two drinks is pretty reasonable. All right. Well, as the wedding dies down, you guys are all kind of gathered together. Um, and you would see come out of the crowd a very short figure they're wearing a priestly outfit they approach you and you realize that they are semi-transparent and they would approach you and say hey guys did you really think I was going to miss your wedding hello yeah, well, hey, you know, I just wanted to say congratulations, guys. You know, I might be dead, but I'm not that dead. <laughs> Apparently. I didn't think you were. I had a feeling. I'm so glad you're here. We miss yeah, you so well, much. you know, I really, I'm glad I trusted you guys to carry on the hero's light. I have a gift for you. He extends oh. his arms out, 
He's like, everybody, bring it in. Bring it in. Am I seeing this? He's motioning for a hug. You're not, yeah, it's real. Oh, Adalia's diving in for that hug. <laughs> I'm, She's I'm never sure will very tentatively kind of <clears throat> come around everyone at the end. Pickles okay. is just going to pull Ambrose out. I've got, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Spunk, I've missed you so, so much. I've missed you too, Fair. But it looks like you're doing pretty good for yourself. As you pull back, Spunk is gone. But you do hear a little voice in all of your guys' heads. He says, You guys are real heroes. But your job's not done. So I'm going to give you a little bit of my power. What's left of the hero's light. Use it wisely. Eh, now I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> And oh after he God. says that, you feel a massive <clears throat> radiance boost of power. Ooh. You feel like five times stronger than you were. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I had that in me all the time, guys. Bye. It's good seeing you. I miss you. Goodbye, Spock. And, you know, everything kind of fades back in. For a moment, it was kind of like you guys were the only people in the world there. But the reality, you know, the party, you start to hear people talking again. <clears throat> and the night is yours to do what you will. Any plans for the married couple? Uh, just a mechanical note that they did get the benefits of ceremony. So, Absolutely. Um, for the next hey. week, plus two AC, as long as you're within 30 feet of each other. Of course. Yeah. <clears throat> the most um, not moving time. outside of that 30 feet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adalia is going to insist that Atreides and Ambrose and Pickles each have a dance with her during the evening. Oh, and... Pickles is dancing the whole time. Yeah, so. yeah. Like, specifically with Adalia, like, yeah, you got to dance yeah. with the bride. Yeah, like the the honorary dance, like, yes, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Everyone honored. gets one. Um, Very nice. And other than that, she's just drinking a lot of wine and having the best possible time. She keeps giving people flowers. She just plucks <laughs> them out of the ether and <laughs> showers everyone in flowers. Yeah, uh, there are points where Farrakh is pulled away by some of the other kiln, and by candlelight there <clears> is <throat> moments where they will look up and glance and lock eyes with Adalia from across the crowd and just do a little wave, <laughs> do a little smile, as much as a beat can smile. <laughs> Adalia is beaming. She is incandescent with happiness all night. Absolutely. Well, the rest of the night goes off without a hitch. Everything goes smooth. Everyone has a great time. Everyone eats their fill, drinks their fill, dances till they pass out. There is a communal home in the long hall there where you guys had the wedding ceremony where you can sleep. There are a lot of people that still live there, but there are also a lot of people that just fly up the spire to their various homes. 
There is a way to get up the spire on foot, but most of the people that live on it are killed and just fly. What's at the top of the spire? There is a very large ornate bell uh, that was I rung when you guys had the ceremony started there. At the very, very end of the night, when everybody has gone off to sleep, uh, Adalia is going to take Farrakh by the hand and fly up to the very top of the spire and then sit there and stare at the stars. Yeah, uh, Farrakh has pulled out their uh, various little instruments, uh, some bells on the ankle, a lyre in the hand, uh, <laughs> other foot tapping a drum, and they're just playing some soft, gentle music for the night. I am so tired. <laughs> I am so happy. I don't know if I'll ever sleep again. I don't think you sleep to begin with. Darling, it was the sentiment. You know, you're, you're not letting the sentiment come through. <laughs> and Farrakh wraps their wings around Adalia. Thank you. Thank you. I love I'm you. Married. We're married. Oh my god, we're married! <laughs> I know! Whew. I'm so glad that went off as well as it did, honestly. I thought your mother was going to, you know, disapprove or something. No. As uh, a wise person once said, they're not Isaac Busson. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Wow. Zola, Atreli, whoever. Thank whoever. Thank them all. And thank us. And, th you know, we did a lot, honestly. Good job. And we so survived. And for a high five. Uh, Farrick interlocks their, <laughs> uh, I don't know, paw talon things uh, <laughs> with your fingers and just pulls you in. <laughs> and that's it, I think. Yeah. Just All right. being really cute at the top of the spire. Ambrose, I will say that the sleeping arrangements aren't quite up to your standard, but we'll, <laughs> I'm not going to be the guy to complain uh, <laughs> during a wedding, but I <laughs> most likely would probably change the sheets. And if I had time, I do have, I could have expertise in any tool. I would probably make some better <laughs> sheets if I could, but I wouldn't tell anyone and I would do it in a forest in silence. So no one else can see and then I'll come back and, you know, That's lay down some new sheets. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, pickles? Atreides? Anything you'd like to do as the wedding winds down there? Set off my bottle rocket in the middle of the night on accident. Sorry. As we're at the top of the spire, we yeah. just see one whiz out of window. Yeah. <laughs> Should we be worried about that? Ah, uh, no. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah, nothing from Atreides. Well, the night goes by. You spend your first night as a married couple. Um, 
Theric, you do receive a home as part of your wedding. Did we get a home? Congrats. Homeowner? Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, it's not nearly as glorious as the Busant Manor, but it's about <laughs> midway up the spire. It's No home is. You can tell it was, <laughs> it was made with you in mind. It's it, Originally, it, you know, it's not so high up that you couldn't walk up to it, but it's not so low to the ground that you would feel, like, dishonored or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think in the morning... Um, uh, Farrick flies through the window and uh, has a uh, couple of rabbits in their talons and is like brings them into the kitchen and starts cooking a breakfast for everybody um, and then send, sends letters out to the various places <laughs> where everybody is staying to uh, come have breakfast as we always have and to strategize about the the fight yet to come absolutely so the rest of you you're just sleeping down in the longhouse i imagine ambrose in your new silken sheets but um yeah you would get message from berger Fiedrich wishes to see you in his house for breakfast When you get a house. <laughs> oh, it was a gift last night as part of his marriage. Ferric is a very important person to us. We, he went on a very important quest and he succeeded. It is not often that we have a such a grand success. Hmm. That is impressive. And he brought us back you guys, and you're going to save us from the horrible monks dragon rider, right? That's the plan, yes. Please uh, show us where Frederick can all the honor, that we may speak with them. Right this way. He would lead you up the ramp, up and around the spire there. You can see as you're walking up it where it was like fire damaged and stuff. And they've tried to clean some of it, but there's some of it that just isn't going to come off for quite some time. And eventually he leads you to Ferric and Adalia's new home. Right Hi, sound. guys! Welcome! Come in. This time at the party. Oh, take off your shoes at the door. Oh, yes. <laughs> We're a shoes free household. <laughs> Look! All right. Sorry about that. Everyone, I've never had a house before. It's beautiful, beautiful, Adalia. Yes. It's a nice house. There's lots of uh, bone furniture (laughs) and, (laughs) um, you know, lots of uh, tapestries and uh, various woven fabrics that kind of like hang from the ceilings. Adalia's um, busy coaxing like flowers and ha- houseplants to grow at like all the windows <laughs> while Ferret cooks. Yeah. Ambrose um, will scan the house and <laughs> not say much of a word because it's totally <laughs> different than what he envisioned what a house is. But he would be like, it's lovely. I do think the one thing that Ambrose would really appreciate is the uh, the beaded doorways. 
Oh, mm, I love nice. your beaded doorways. Very lush beads. Very easy to get in and out of the room, especially when you have the dodge roll. I love that. That's good. Yeah. And and you can hear when somebody uh, leaves the room if there's a giant fucking fog cloud in the r- middle of it. So That's true, but hopefully that never comes to that situation. I don't want to fight Yes, else. please don't cast fog cloud yeah. in here. Well, I'm just... I mean, if you I'm could, casting fog cloud, it's a fight. If you wanted. It might not feel like home until you do. No, I'm, I'm not doing that to your house. <laughs> you couldn't pay me. Right, so you guys enjoy a nice breakfast. What is it? What are you cooking for? Squirrel? Yeah, it's. Uh, um, I feel like eggs would be weird, right? <laughs> like <laughs> eggs, would be eggs weird. are It'd a be weird, weird thing to cook. So yep. I oh. feel like it's uh, <laughs> like some sort of like um, rabbit, like like roasted rabbit. Um, with lots of, like, potatoes, different root vegetables, some stuff that you all have, like, not experienced, especially, like, like up here in the Tatari world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sounds good. Um, it's, like, a little spicy, a little sweet, a little savory. Mm, perfect. Um, and pickled onions. Mm. Sounds good. All right. Anything you'd like to discuss or do before? <laughs> Probably talk about the dragon man. Yeah, let's figure out where we need to go and how how we're going to get there, and what may await us. Uh, Farrick rolls out a map of the Takari Wilds. Um, in is going to like gesture to like a little image of a spire and say. Here we are, at this right here, and Farrick is going to point to the Onyx Mountains, and um, a gesture to like a little river that goes up into the mountains, and they're going to say, "This, this is where Pharaoh's treasure is." Um, as for where the dragon is. Uh, did, could I have gotten any information this morning from either like the elders or Berger before uh, my hunt that sure. would have indicated where they've seen like soldiers moving or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. Most of these soldiers have been seen north, and the the dragon has been seen flying around all over this region, okay. especially in those mountains. The, the Onyx Mountains? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Berger would say they're looking for something. Something must be hidden in those mountains, but I don't know what it could be. They may be after the exact same thing we are. Hmm. What, what is it? What isn't there that could be so important? I will let you know when <laughs> I know. Sure. It is unknown to me. He nods. Well, I wish you well, Farrick. He has an army of at least 16 to 20 men that follow him. They look like 
pretty tough guys. I wouldn't want to tangle with them. I pretty buff. <laughs> That's your normal-looking little pathetic cultist. How good are you with that bow, Berger? He nods. He's like, I'm very skilled. Would you uh, be willing to come with us? His eyes get kind of big. He's like, well, I have responsibilities to guard the village. I I, I wouldn't turn down a, a chance to be heroic like you. But I I, 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 I would have to get it uh, approved from the council. Ah. You can tell he's pretty intimidated by that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to rope him in. And of course, you you have people to keep safe here. I would not want to impose Let's keep the council out of it. <clears throat> he says, um, we do have a scout who's been looking uh, for real. Uh, he has not come back. Could be a bad omen. Where was the last time you heard from them? It has been um, three days. Not good. Uh, yeah, I think Farrick will take, like, a little, like, sextant and kind of, like, measure out, like, a day's travel for Kiln and kind of, like, scrape, scrape, scrape it over the map to try to see, like, what the perimeter for three days would be. Um, and is gonna, like, just put, put a line on the map to kind of indicate where we might kind of find some sort of, like, abandoned camp or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, perimeter. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Yes. Well, that sounds reasonable to me. I should be within that border somewhere. Hopefully all is well, and he's just taking his time. Yeah. Um, and then, like, maybe flash back to, like, me at the breakfast table and like reiterating all this information to the group right on well perhaps we can narrow down the uh, the area that we need to canvas in order to find precisely where this confrontation should take place um you you said one of your friends is or at least a friend of a friend is, is scouting correct yes yes so it's possible that we can divine your friend's location. Uh, if we're able to do that, then I can easily guide us to that that place. Yeah, I know that's not. Yeah, yeah, that's not necessarily the final destination, but it will get us. Um, it will get us a significant percent of the way there. Perhaps the council will allow me to uh, gather one of their things to make our efforts a little bit easier. Oh, excellent, yes. If you have something that belongs to them, I can probably find them. Yeah, I, I think that would be something that, that Farrick would do, like, before we left, is get something that belonged to the scout. Absolutely. Yeah, if you had a way to find them, if you had one of their possessions, the council would absolutely allow it. Okay. Cool. Seek out these intruders on our lands. Stop the fires. Destroy this dragon that has been resurrected. You have a new quest, Ferric. 
if we think you're up to the task. Uh, Farrakh bows again. Um, so, oh, go ahead, Pickles. Yeah, Pickles is just gonna walk up to Adalia and she's gonna be like, do, well, I mean, do we think it's Vinny? And she's just gonna hold up the hair she took from the, <laughs> the bathtub. She so said, you, you said if you had a thing, yes. I've got this. Uh, well, That's exactly what we need, Pickles. Luckily, I can do this twice a day. So let's check on Vinny while we're waiting for the scout's information. Just and make then... sure you give it back. It's important. Oh, of course, dear. I would never, never take that from you. Uh, and Adalia, still in her robe that she no doubt stole from Ambrose at some point, <laughs> sitting around I won't her say breakfast anything. table. Not for the new uh, is going to uh would you consider me knowing Vinny firsthand having gone through uh Eric the Terrible's memories hmm you did go through their memories didn't you mm -hmm. yeah I mean basically it's like you met him then yeah alright um and then I have his hair which is a minus two, a minus ten to his save modifier, and a plus zero from me knowing him firsthand. So yeah, I'm gonna hold the hair. And... Uh, plus five from firsthand, isn't it? Uh, no, it's just just uh, zero. It's if I'm familiar, if I know the target well, then they get an additional. Minus oh, oh, I see, I see. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. got it. Uh, yeah, so uh, she'll dip into the bedroom, grab her scrying mirror and uh she will cast scry and he needs to make a wisdom saving throw and the dc is 19 and he has a minus 10 to his save Damn. sheesh oh <laughs> oh doesn't matter that's a negative something sickness right there yeah that's a negative that's seven, a negative seven. So yeah, we're all sitting around the breakfast table and the mirror, like the Beauty and the Beast mirror, like flares <laughs> with light and we can see what Vinny's up to. Yes, you would see. You would see him all right. You would see. <laughs> see every inch of that man. Every inch of him. <laughs> Flying through the sky on the back of a zombified, mostly skeletal dragon that is putrefying and rotting. He's flying around the Onyx Mountains. You seem to see him look very cautiously. He looks a lot different than you remember him. He is old and withered. He has brown, uh, like, rotting skin as well <clears throat> as the dragon. He has a very long, straggly beard. He's definitely not the handsome guy you remember. He looks like he is very close to what you would recognize as that river that Ferric pointed out on the map. Like, he is about to discover where the dragon's lair is. Great. Um, so here's what I'd like to do. As soon as he gets close, I want to pick out a tree from all of this scrying. 
Like, I want to see one really clearly. Have I got okay. it in my head? Yes. Cool. Because uh, I have transport via plants now. So we Very can nice. just walk right on through a tree and go catch Vinny in real time. Uh, Absolutely. All right. So I guess we just watch him until the spell's only 10 minutes. But I need to go make something. We know where he's going. <laughs> and I run away. <laughs> um, what? I'm going to go make... I, I need to change some stuff. It's okay if I change some of my prepared <laughs> spells. Is that okay? Or is it too late now? Because it's when you wake up. It just has breakfast. Hmm. It is supposed to be when you wake up. Mm -hmm. I'm not totally fine. What's that fear again? I mean, I always prepare my spells before I eat breakfast in real life. So, <laughs> mm. so true. So true. I skip my breakfast. So mm. how that work? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say that you're kind of locked in for oh, now, good. but totally um, <clears throat> you guys could wait another day. You, you <laughs> think you have time. Presumably, he doesn't know exactly where it is yet. I'd rather get there and uh, yeah. prepare. Yeah. Nathan, did you roll for the Heroes Feast HP we get? No, I didn't. Um, I'll do that now. Everyone's max and current hit points increase by 11 for one day. Also, oh, yeah. for one day, you cannot be frightened and make all wisdom saving throws with advantage. Nice. Incredible. For a day? Yeah, 24 hours. So it is possible that that's going to conclude. If we get there and do a bunch of prep and then the battle happens the next day, then that HP goes away. But in case it happens as soon as we get there, then we've got it. No, oh, I guess it's not preparing well. too. Um, I'm gonna hit. Oh, are we are we leaving soon? Like, how how many more? Uh, we can leave as soon as you'd like. Okay. But once I cast this spell, it is one of my higher level spells, so it would must be nice. In some <laughs> ways, hamper me during a fight. If we wanted okay. to go today if we can... and stage our. Uh, attack tomorrow that might be the best use of resources or get to I the concur. treasure before Vinny does right or I concur that. get there and, and set something up for him to walk into can we just like buy back that fancy bowl you used for the meal and just like do it, do it again because it was really good even though I couldn't taste it it smelled real good <clears throat> Uh, I mean, if we can scrounge together a thousand uh, gold pieces or the goodwill of enough kiln to pay for a thousand gold pieces, then I can do that again. Otherwise, I'm weighing it between a couple other things I, I can pull. Pick this will just give you her gold pouch. Yeah. I've got 432 gold. I've got a thousand gold. Oh, oh. <laughs> thank you. Wow. <laughs> then, yes, I'll, I'll prepare no for money. Assuming that we have time, <laughs> assuming we have time for one more rest between now and con confronting Vinny, then I can prepare this feast again. Okay. Um, I'm going to just burn this ahead of time. If we're going to go soon, I'm going to cast aid on uh, some of my homies um, on a third level. Um, 
and get 15 max HP to Atreides, Pickles, and who wants it? Probably Eric. No. Oh, look at you guys. I'll oh, take it. Wow. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, Ambrose takes it. <laughs> yeah. okay. You failed to make a vote. It's only fair. <laughs> we can all acknowledge that was adorable, but Farrakh uh, is more likely to be in the line of fire than Oh, that is true. That's true. Yeah. I'll give Farrakh the 15 HP. All right. Uh, how do you. Farrakh feels oh, very beefy. Beefy AF. With, with all this bonus health points. Mm -hmm. um, I think one thing that Farrakh is going to do um, is going to like like rustle through their bags and pull out a little journal that they have um, that has had a lot of notes that they have taken um, about their like travels, about their journey, um, and is going to go through the tabs that are marked for Navara um, and the rituals that she was casting, um, and is going to try to see if there's anybody within this whole kiln area uh that has a diamond worth worth a thousand gold points <laughs> and is gonna try to buy it um yeah i would say somebody here probably one of the elders would have one on on a shelf somewhere it is an important artifact yes of of course What do you need it for? Uh, there are some magics that I have picked up on my journey, and I want to be make sure that we are all safe and come back home. They would nod. Okay. You exchange it for the thousand gold? Yep feels wrong taking this money, but we do need it for reconstruction. Absolutely. So, Adalia would like to propose that we wait eight hours before we transport there, uh, because she would like to spend eight hours casting plant growth to revitalize a half-mile radius of forest around we kill. would lose the aid then. Oh, we would lose the aid. Yeah, Never mind. That, I think that's a. Uh... We'll come back. We'll come back. Right. Right. I forgot about aid. Bummer. Yep. All right. Well, well okay. anything you guys would like to do before you leave the town? Sort of like a Final Fantasy moment save before you go fight the. Yeah, save before fighting. Just like I'll I'll recast these at the end of the day if we end up not fighting but I'm going to cast Death Ward on Pickles. So I'm just going to gently Smart. tap my hammer against Pickles' forehead. Um, I'm <laughs> <laughs> gently. <laughs> uh, now you know how it feels when we hug you, Pickles. Um, I'm going to cast Sanctuary on Idalia. That only lasts uh, That only lasts for one minute. I'm going to hang off and do that okay. like, yeah, once we're there. 
Um, but death word <clears> lasts <throat> for eight hours, so that should be fine. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, yeah, I believe that's it. All right. Yeah, that's all, guys. Just death word. Um, what should I do with my luck sword? Oh, you'll you'll use it. Shall I use it now for us? Perhaps wait until until, until a tighter right. moment. Right, you'll know when to use it. Trust your trust your spirit, Ambrose. Go with your gut. Alright. Let's get this done. Kind of tired of fighting. Alright. So, Adalia, you would summon the uh, ability on a twisted, yep. gnarled, burned up tree. Mm hmm. And, and uh, step through it. Yep. The. Thing, a, a portal opens within the tree, and uh, Adalia is kind of standing there, shaking with green light coursing through tattoos. Uh, we'd better hurry. I, I don't know how long I can hold this open. Uh, yeah, this is a crazy spell. This is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like reading right now, like this is absurd for a six level spell. This is teleport anywhere. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's so like you good. could go to Daple right now if you wanted to. I know. Right. Oh, going no. back That's going to be the epilogue. <laughs> the epilogue. We're going to Daple at the end. Oh my god! I'm uh, gonna go. carve our names into his flesh. Oh, <laughs> how did you come back for this? <laughs> all right. So you all step into the tree portal, mm -hmm. and that is where we will call it for the first half of our stream here. Thank Here you, everybody, go. for joining us. We'll be back in 10 minutes, so right at 9 o'clock. Okay. Um, if you're listening in post, you've got another couple episodes. If you're listening with us right now, this is quite possibly one of our, if not the last stream. So see you all when we get back. Thank you for watching live. Thank you for listening in post.